Viewpoint, weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. Songhe Zomabete on SAFM. Masked Heroes, a national campaign to protect and support community care workers during COVID-19 pandemic has officially launched and has started delivering personal protective equipment to some 300 community-based organizations across the country. Coordinated by the DG Murray Trust in partnership with Redisa and the Center for Learning on Evaluation and Results at the University of the Witwatersrand, the campaign will be providing protective equipment psychosocial support, information and communication to tens of thousands of community care workers across the country in the coming months. We hear more about this campaign, how it will be rolled out as we find out about the challenges faced by community care workers, especially in the name of COVID. Project manager for the Masked Heroes campaign, Ms. Snazo Nguelo. Ms. Nguelo, thank you so much for joining us. Good evening. Tell us more about this campaign and the necessity by which you are clearly seeing that the public health care system and in many respects the private health care system isn't doing for the protection of these critical heroes who don't wear capes. Thank you, Sangezo, and uh, good evening to you and to the least listeners. We appreciate the opportunity to speak about this work that we are doing. Yeah, I mean, the Masters campaign um, was thought up as an act of solidarity um, towards the country and government, really, and help and trying to help the health services cope um, with the impact of this pandemic. And we realized that um, community care workers were probably going to be last in line um, to receive PPE. Um, and because we wanted to complement efforts that were ongoing as opposed to duplicating, um, we realized that actually this might be an opportunity. And in fact, because of the work that the DG Murray Trust um, has already been doing in terms of um, its own mandate, um, you know, working with NGOs across the country, many of whom already work with community health workers, um, community um, health care workers, social workers, etc. All of those types of workers that fit under the umbrella term community care worker, we realized actually we were very well positioned to cater to this particular group of people. And in so doing, we wanted them not to, 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 con- to contract the virus, but also not to be vectors of it as they continue to provide mm. essential services in our communities, which range from everything from, you know, um, helping um, with, uh, you know, people in their homes uh, uh, take their uh, TB or HIV medication and continue to take that medication, to um, helping uh, children who are vulnerable um, uh, to, you know, uh, be safe in their homes and as well as to continue to, um, or to de-risk their mother from dropping out of school. So... Yeah, our, our project really is aimed at um, complementing efforts that are ongoing in other um, sort of spheres of, of, of government, um, all in the aim of uh, enabling uh, the health services to cope, but also enabling essential services like the ones I've just mentioned to continue. Um, and of course, just, mm, sorry to cut you. Sorry, big important. Um, and, and the more we engage with COVID, and the more sort of the clinical data comes out, and the more society generally knows how to deal with COVID in terms of the health aspect or the clinical aspect of COVID the better, of course, the recovery rate is. But it doesn't mean that there aren't social issues that have to be taken care of in the time where one is 
I suppose, has the virus and the virus is active in one and can still spread. And the rearrangements and reconfigurations that have to take place, not just in the home, but in the community at large. And for the most part, South Africa has been found wanting in that space, because this is all, of course, predicated on the social inequality, economic inequality in this country at large. And this is why then, especially your community care workers are as essential as they are. With the more we learn how to deal with COVID-19, the more we realize our CCWs are in short supply. Yes? Absolutely. I think there's this um, point that you're making about the need for community care workers here, and I think that that's very important. Um, yeah, this is a group of people that we really want to actually shine a spotlight on in the, with this campaign to really reveal the essential services that they do perform in our communities and how um, they are often so uh, sort of overlooked or not fully appreciated in our society as a whole. Yet these are the very services that, like you're saying, especially for the most vulnerable in this country, um, those who are most excluded and marginalized, these community care workers are there to provide opportunities for them. You know, for and so I think it's precise, precisely what you're saying. I think it's so important that we care for these care workers who care for those who otherwise in our unequal society would remain very marginalized and excluded from opportunities. Let's talk to somebody then from that very community that when you compare it to another community within close proximity to it, then you can speak about social inequality in a country where it is most rampant. Mamutobe Gamaputu is that community care worker in Langa, in Cape Town. Mama, kunjani kwa Langa? No, I'm fine. Thank you so much. Tell us about your experience, please, as a community care worker in Langa. I'm quite familiar with the environment, so don't tell me any lies because I'm going to spot them. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> okay. I am from Langa. I'm working in Jackery. Then there we are working with four high schools of Langa which is um, Langa High, Kulani, uh, Gamvaletu, and Slimela. So we are working with uh, those learners there. So the, since we are working around, and it's not easy because of the virus, but we're supposed to do this job because we told ourselves, we, we, told, we took an oath that we are going to help our people. So I'm one of those people who take the, the oath. At first, uh, what, what I am doing as a community worker, mm. uh, I'm working with uh, teachers because that's what we are doing as OE Jacques We're working with e-teachers. Then they may be we we used to do home visits because we are working with uh, children with learners who may be uh, occurring to be always absent at school. And mm. now the principal will give us the names of those children, so we did the home visit to find out what's happening, especially at this time of the COVID nineteen. So. 
in many cases, we find out that parents, because of uh, COVID-19, lost their jobs. Not, uh, so they don't have money for transport to go to school. Because, for example, we have children that came from Kailicha and who are starting here in London. So parents told us when we go there to see them and find out what's going on, we will find, we will find out that their children don't, don't have money. And that also frustrates uh, principal, principals of the schools. You know? So that also affects us because we are building the nation. So that affects us. So we are trying by all means to mm-hmm. do something that can help them in order to go back to school. Though sometimes you will find out that even the children are scared to go to school. So because we in, in just case we are true community workers, both of us, we are professionally social workers, both of us. So we did e-counseling when we realized that our children are scared. So we, we sit with those children and find out what's wrong and try to, to help them, show them the ways of how they can, they can feel protected so that they can go back to school. So um, we do those uh, individual sessions. Sometimes we have uh, group sessions with them, but even then we use the, the, the rules or procedure of the COVID-19. And it's not easy because mm. even when we are going to those homes, you will find out that parents are scared even for these cars who are coming inside. So at first we are asking them if they feel comfortable for us to come and sit with them or outside or we sometimes suggested that we can just uh, do our sessions outside so mm, that we mm. can all feel free. Sister Tobega, mm. let me ask this question because mm. it, it, let me ask you this question because you and many like you as community care workers around the country are the real government. The real government in the sense that you are having those conversations with the community in their homes. You can see what they have, you can see what they don't have. You see their expressions on their faces, you feel their emotions. They tell you how they feel, you know what they need. In many respects, you've got all the information that government really needs and probably might have but is just not using it well because they're excited about the money coming in and as a foster swing is to squandering it at this rate what in your experience has been that one thing that communities are either scared of because you've said this twice three times or communities or homes really need or want so that they can better handle this time in which we're living what is that one or two things that families need or are scared of that you have picked up in your work as a community care worker sister i think uh, uh families they do need psychosocial support 
uh, they also need those those uh, those counseling because you will find out uh, not just counseling others they do need some training to know what is COVID nineteen about and how they can protect themselves because you will find out that they don't know. They are just scared because they don't know how they can, they are going to to be infected by the COVID-19. So they do need someone who will guide them on how they can feel protected. The, someone who can help them explain uh, explained more about COVID-19. Mm. Mm. Yes. Snazo, it seems like here there is massive work yet for community mm. care workers. And whereas the rest of the world, for some reason or the other, they are dropping the need or the rollout of community care workers. South Africa is a different milieu altogether. This is who you probably need more than any other promise, that fake and empty promise that government is going to give because Umam Tobega is talking about the real live time and real-time support that they are offering is mitigating a lot of these tensions, if you like, that Mm. are there. Talk to us more about now, because this intervention is for the community care workers, but ostensibly DG Marie Trust has to fork out more because in all of what Umamutobega has said, DG Marie Trust especially is predicated on the interests of the child. So you can imagine in all of what she has said, how especially vulnerable children are who might not have all the things that are required, who are as scared and therefore emotionally sort of fragile as even their parents would be, if not worse, and the fact that they have to contend with potentially going back to school where this becomes a melting plot for the spread of the disease. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I think we we care about children and we care about their future and their potential because that's the potential of our country. But I think in this moment, what we are saying as well as part of this campaign in particular is that Community care workers like Mrs. Tobega, we need them to cater to the needs of our children. So we need we need to make sure that they are also looked after first. It's that whole thing in the airplane where they say before you put you know the protective gear on the child, first look after yourself because what good is it helping? You know we need you alive so you can help the person next to you. And I think yes. that's 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 what we are trying to emphasize in really focusing on community care workers here, is to say people like Osus Tobega, in, some, in, many, in many contexts in this country right now, a lot of NGOs who um, partially uh, fund uh, you know, community care workers have also lost their funding. A lot of community care workers are themselves um, experiencing a lot of hunger um, because of income insecurity that they've experienced as a result of their um, NGOs losing funding. And so... We, we need to look after them holistically too. Uh, imagine the trauma that you experience as a community care worker going out into the field, putting yourself at risk and having to go back home where there are all these questions as well on you about, you, you know, are you going to come back with it or, are, you know, and your own, for your own, your own family, right? And knowing mm. though that there's, you, you can't go self-isolate in room number 20 <laughs> for many of sure. them, you know, so because, because there, there isn't room, there aren't 20 rooms in this house. And so I think this campaign is really about making sure that our care workers are cared for so that our future generations are also cared for. 
um, and the work that people like Osis Tobega do continues. Um, and, and I think simultaneously in, in caring for community care workers in this way, we are hoping to really shine a spotlight on the incredibly important work that they do do because there is that bigger sort of narrative here about how do you provide essential social services in this country yeah. if not using and leveraging this massive NGO sector that's linked to this massive and incredibly important resource that is community care workers. Um, and, and, and that is also what we are trying to really do in, in this campaign. And we've got to congratulate you for that because the reality is the amount of money that this government has set aside for the rollout of PPEs relative to the heads that should have received it, it is more than enough. But of course, we live in an environment where certain things are not as consequential as they should be, hence the need to step in. Has that not at the heart of it all, though, been disappointing that of all the things DG Marais Trust could be doing as programs for the purposes of assisting government meet the social, economic and political obligations in response to COVID-19, that you have to get PPEs when so much money has, open close quote, been spent on PPEs? Look, I mean, I think on the one hand, the truth of the matter is, is that it's important. I mean, it's a great privilege to be able to contribute at a time like this in any way, shape or form, right? Um, of course, any type of waste that is actually linked to, I mean, we're talking about life and death in many of these instances, is unfortunate. And it's, I mean, that's probably to put it kindly, actually. Um, and that we don't obviously condone. But I think that... Um, Look, we, this is an act of solidarity um, for the nation as a whole, and our aim is to complement efforts that are ongoing in, in other spaces. And so for us, I think it's the main thing that we really care about is making sure that we do our bit as well as possible with as much you know, attention to quality, to ethics, to uh, uh, you know, um, verifying our processes and being able to also account on everything that we, we, we did. And so I think you know, our focus is really on just doing that and doing it well and hopefully making a dent where there's a need um, in the Absolutely. process. And, and yeah, so, so it, it, is a, it, is a, it is a privilege to be able to support people like this Tobega at a time like this. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No, we do appreciate that. It, it certainly is a privilege to be able to contribute in any way. Sis Tobega, Kabuli Saban Baselanga, Bagmamel. Already, no one can basal Bagmamel. Ndiyo Corner for a long and she willing to be singing. We go to the singing. 
Thank you so much, Sister Tobega. And I think just for those non-POSA speakers, Sister Tobega, just sending her shout-outs to the people of Langa community representing the Just Grace, the NGO that she is housed under as a community care worker, confirming to the people of Langa that they will always be available to them. They must shout when they need assistance and they must welcome them because their responsibility is primarily to make sure that South Africa doesn't wither away with this pandemic and the pandemic within the pandemic of those very evil people spending money that really should be going out to help the Dijima Red Trust and the Just Grace, the Snazos of this world and the Tobegas of the world. Snazo, thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much for having me. Indeed. That was then hashtag health on Monday here on Monday, the 3rd of August, 2020. We do appreciate your time and your audience, everybody. Tomorrow we have a conversation, which is, of course, on Tuesdays, the Tuesday takeover. One of our very own young very strong erudite young ladies, Miss Patronella Naba, will be our takeover guest for tomorrow. So please do join us tomorrow, same time. Good evening, everybody.